Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the movie podcast. My name is Daniel and joining alongside me today, it's Shabazz. Hello, Shabazz. That's me. Uh, that's my intro theme song that I'm doing because uh, we're talking to a composer today. So I think it's only right for me to do a theme song. I'll take it. You know why? Because this was a damn good interview and I'm so excited to announce that Daniel Pemberton, a.k.a. the composer for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, is joining us today on the movie podcast. You've seen the movie. You've heard the score. Now let's dive deep into everything Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse because this is the movie podcast. You can catch brand new episodes all throughout the week with new interviews and reviews and all the latest movies and series. And guess what? We have so many incredible interviews for this very movie. If you want to hear us talk to the cast, to Shamik Moore, to Haley Steinfeld, to the directors, and now the composer, uh, this has been an incredible week for Spider-Man fans. We're eating well. Shay, how are you feeling right now? I'm I'm feeling great. I just want to do a quick little uh, a call to action here. You know, this is the, the last people on our on our list here. Phil Lord and Chris Miller, if you're listening, if you're watching, we that's it. We can retire the show after we've sp- spoken <laughs> to you. And that'll be the it's last true. episode. Well, that'll be the last episode. So maybe that's why they don't want us. That, oh, maybe that's why they're not they're coming fans on and yet. They want to keep listening. They don't want the movie podcast. And it's all possible. It's mm, all it's possible. All I want to say thank you to our friends at Sony Pictures Canada for making this happen. Daniel Pemberton has been someone that we've been wanting to speak to for a very, very long time. And we are so excited that it got to happen. We got a great amount of time with him to talk all about his incredible work. You've heard us talk about him on the movie podcast before with Into the Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse, all of the incredible scores that he's done over the years with Steve Jobs. We get to we get to sing his praises and we get to have two Daniels on the show at once, which oh, is always a good thing. It's too much. It was too much. Uh, Shay, I want to ask you really quickly before going into this interview, how was like what what was going through your mind? What what was your what was your your feelings? And what your was heart? going through my mind? The score for Across the Spider Verse because that's all I've been <laughs> listening to. I've that'll been listening to that. I've been listening to the original soundtrack. The deluxe edition just dropped as well. Uh, so there's a lot of Metro booming. There's a lot of Pemberton going on in my ears. A lot right of now. Pemberton booming as well too. <laughs> Pemberton booming going on. So you know that's that's what was going through my head. I mean. Uh, this is such a phenomenal opportunity, but you know we're at the movie podcast, and we want to make sure that we're giving the people out there the stuff that they want to listen to. And this is this is it. This is what you want to hear because these are the people that you love. It's true. It's the people that you love. It's the people that we love. Again, thank you to our friends at Sony Pictures Canada for making this happen. If you want to follow everything that we're doing here on the movie podcast, please subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on whatever podcast feed you listen to us on, and rate us five stars. That goes a long way for us. On Spotify, you could even write a little comments on the bottom i don't know why i'm doing a little t-rex typing but yeah you could you could add t-whip you know you could actually leave a little comment below let us know what you thought of the episode we have a great community and if you want to keep these episodes going join us on discord we have a spoiler room open for across the spider-verse let's talk about it let's talk about this interview let's talk about everything going on it's a great community we really love if you'd be part of it and uh, of course spider-man across the spider-verse is now playing in theaters. Go watch it. You've seen it once. You've seen it twice. I promise you, we'll get even better on the third time. So go out, go support it. It is such a wonderfully made film, and we are eating well as Spider-Man fans. Now, without further ado, please welcome Daniel Pemberton to the movie podcast. Daniel, 
thank you so much for joining us on the movie podcast today. How are you? Uh, I am good. How are you doing? We are doing excellent. You know, we you've been someone that we've wanted to talk to for so long on the show. So we are just so grateful for you sharing your time with us today. So I sorry, I'm a tricky man to pin down. Because <laughs> you know it's it's always nice to speak with the fellow Daniel as well. I know this is Shay's nightmare talking with two Daniels, but uh, hopefully yeah, Daniels get me out Daniels, of here. The Daniels are getting a whole like uh, renaissance, you know. Like the Daniels, the director. I met the Daniels, the directors, a while back, and it was just you know there was it's a Daniel Renaissance, right? And then Daniel Kaluuya in uh, in Spider Verse. There's actually a Daniel Pemberton who is a production designer set set builder who's still oh, wow. david finch david finch's films and um i weirdly we made friends in the 90s on the internet because we had the same name because the internet in the 90s was such a small thing that if you had the same name as someone it was quite exciting yeah. uh, so we kind of became pen pals and then weirdly i was a warner brothers like 20 years later 25 years maybe and someone said they saw a bike with my name on and i'm like i'm not riding a bike here and i was <laughs> like oh my god he's here and i met i met my other daniel pemberton wow who was an awesome guy it was actually really moving he was working on on the on the lot and you know it was quite a, it was actually quite moving because you know i was still working in my bedroom when i met him uh and there was a weird sort of bond based on us purely having the same name that's amazing like what a, what a what a small world that is yeah it was yeah it's quite weird but it was, it was yeah. generally <laughs> like a kind of like because you keep an eye on people sometimes with the same name from afar you know so as daniels have got to stick together well 100 percent. daniels will always stick together i think that daniels need to do a movie with daniel craig daniel radcliffe daniel kalua me importantly yeah. and them that's I love a that. good movie. It sounds like a great movie. Then you could we could interview all of you afterwards and then it'll just be we'll wreak havoc on the world. But that'll be terrible because you keep saying Daniel and everyone would go, Yes. <laughs> yeah, the the commercial for that movie would just be Daniel in Daniel in yeah. Daniel and then it'll just keep going. <laughs> you know, uh Daniel, uh I, I we we have to start off this interview and we just got to let you know that you know you've worked on some of our absolute favorite scores of all time and obviously we're talking about into the spider-verse across the spider-verse but steve jobs you know jack it up that lives rent rent free in our heads i think every single day oh, really? oh good um it's uh that's an incredible one and even your work on little big planets you know rainbow warrior that's that's uh that's a hot track you know you you've okay. you've given us a lot of gems in your career good some deep dives i like it yeah even when i look back to like 2005 i used to play a lot of that pc game the movies and i know you did the score for that too and it's just like it kept me going playing so thank you for that too okay well that's a super that's like the deepest dive so i'm like that's the yeah. deepest cut i can give you yeah yeah that is very impressive that is like unless you're going to mention some obscure bbc2 documentary i once scored that is yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we'll talk about that too yeah we didn't want to freak you out too much but yeah we're we're you know we're we're pemberton fans for sure so we're, we're really happy to have you on thanks <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been a big week to say the least you know what is what is going on th in your mind right now with all the success and love that that spider-verse is getting well it's kind of mixed because i'm incredibly happy about spider-verse doing so well but i'm actually getting beaten up by the director on another film at the moment and so i'm in slightly frantic firefighting mode so i've not really managed to like have that like pina colada on the beach moment you know it's uh 
it's I'm I'm basically I'm I'm under composer attack at the moment. So, uh, <laughs> but it's been amazing just seeing like how how people have responded to it because you know when we did the first film i was like i thought the first film was so spectacular and so exciting but weirdly you know didn't really you know you sort of expect when you finish these films you literally expect the day after the phone to ring oh who is it it's steven spielberg congratulations you know but you, you know you there's often a sort of weird silence and with the first one it took a long time for people to really discover the movie but with this one i think everyone's discovered it and you can just see it immediately like i you know i just there's like a zi- I got so many messages which is you know it's great because i've been trying to do a, a certain way of doing film scores for quite a long time and i've often felt like i've been going against the grain a bit and maybe you know I should do the same thing that everyone else does. I mean, I don't think that I don't want to do that, but this feels good because it's sort of a validation of like the sort of approach I've been trying to take for like the last decade. And I've always been about cinema needing to feel different and music wherever possible wants to be a surprise and, and feel unique. And, you know, you can't always pull that off, but with Spidey, you know, Spider-Verse, we really managed to, create something really special which is you know culmination of like kind of my entire career to like get to this point and it's really nice when the thing that really really connects with people is that absolutely yeah and i think when you're when when we're we were watching the film for the first time i don't think we were like we we were huge supporters of the first film and then coming into the second one that because i think the the pandemic helped, I think, in the sense of a lot more people were at home and they got to catch up on movies that they may have missed the first time. And we obviously we saw the response, how it did over the weekend at the box office and how it's just dominating the conversation everywhere we turn. Yeah. Um, it, it's 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 pretty spectacular. Like when when we were watching Cross the Spider-Verse and hearing this and the score, and now that we've been re-listening to the score at home, luckily our AirPods have not caught on fire while listening to it because they rightly could because it's so brilliant uh, how do you begin to work on a movie like across the spider-verse after already kind of throwing out that rule book from the first film well i think with the first one you know we did like we did the first one i think the thing about the second you know the second film is whereas the first film is very much centered around miles's story and miles's journey this new one like expands the world so big you know we have so many new characters so many new universes you know gwen was in the first film but I don't feel you really connected with her in the same way you do with this one. And you really get to see into her, her world. So that's exciting because you've got all these different palettes to play with. You know, one of the first things that happened on this movie, when I really started getting involved is, you know, all the directors did a big presentation to me of all the different art styles and the characters and the textures. And, you know, I just remember being, this is like mind blowing, like, you know, show me 2099's world, Gwen's world, Pav's world, you know, and other worlds. You know, there's some worlds which didn't make it into this film. They might make it into the next one. Um, and, you know, that was really inspiring. And that, I think the thing with this film is people are doing really inspiring work. So there's, you know, the story, the animators, the artists, everyone is like making stuff that, that just on a, on a human level is very exciting and it's a lot easier to write music when you're excited about something and than when you know you're doing more of the same 
So, you know, they're, they're creating this bigger universe visually. So I've got to do the same musically. Yeah. And you kind of touch on that, that you had this ability and this unique opportunity to kind of work in different multiverses, work with different Spider-Man characters. What was the approach for creating these themes for them? Because um, were you working off of just a script, off of concept art, or was there something else that you used uh, uh, to kind of find their unique sounds? I mean, when you work on this movie, they keep tweaking it forever because they're like perfectionists uh, to a level that is amazing, but also like drives you crazy. <laughs> and, and the thing about animation is you can keep tweaking. Like with live action, you know, I've done loads of big films where they'll shoot some extra scenes just to make some story points, make more sense. It's really impressive how one little moment can change how you feel about a character with animation you can just keep doing it all the time so you'll get things that you know you get a scene that feels kind of finished and then there'll be 10 seconds of like it looks like a playstation one game then there'll be just pencil drawings of like and then someone talking and it's you know i the first time i saw the final final film was at the premiere and there was all scenes where i was like oh my god i love what they've done with this camera move and so your yeah, your process is you, 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 I'm working alongside the filmmakers, but a lot of it is about description, my own thoughts and scripts and, uh, you know, character footage and trying to think, how do you capture that character's personality? You know, if you look at 2099, his sound is very different to Gwen's, you know, Gwen's got a kind of gracefulness and a lightness to her. Whereas sort of 2099 sound is a lot more sort of aggressive and, uh, sort of technological it's it's cool because then then you're incorporating so much with like the orchestral with the electronic and i like there's that's definitely moments where you're just like oh like you're getting like like blade runner feels to it then you're also getting the scratching which is which is incredible which it it i i it's wild to think that like this is the i feel like the first film score that really incorporated like just like the record scratching throughout and uses that and i can only imagine how much of a burden that must have been when you're timing things and scenes are changing because record scratching it's so timed to movements within this film um and even incorporating like opera and like you you're you're everywhere in this movie i don't know how you you made it all work but you did it's it's really impressive well i think you know if you look at the film it's almost because the film is like have so many different like styles in it so many different inputs there's so much creativity that goes into it it means musically you can you can play in that world as well you know i've done scores that are operatic scores i've done scores that are electronic i've done orchestral scores but spider-verse is really the only world where i can pull everything into it and it not feel um out of place um and that's one of the things i love about it and i love the fact that you know, we haven't tried to play it safe. I mean, the record scratching from the first film was, you know, one of the things I was most excited about because that really came from me being inspired going to hip-hop clubs when I was a teenager and just seeing uh, people do record scratching for the first time, turntablism, and being like, wow, this is amazing. And so that's someone else's creativity 20 years ago that inspired me to such a level that 20 years later, I'm like, uh, okay, I want to put that in a film. I want to, like, I've always wanted to put record scratching and use it as a musical form rather than just a performance um, sort of tool. And, you know, Sp Spider-Verse was the first time I really felt I could do that. And so I was really pleased did it, but it was a nightmare doing that. I mean, in a good way, <laughs> but just technically trying to work out how to do it. And I think by the time we got the second film, I'd worked out what works and what doesn't with record scratching. So we got to do loads more, you know, we got to do a lot more scratching in this film that's like, some of it's really obvious. So like when we first meet Miles, 
um, in the I'm Miles Morales section. You know, I was like, let's scratch everything we see on screen. So I got all the sound effects from the sound team and we scratched in like the car crash noise, uh, the punches, uh, felt tip pens while Miles is drawing. We scratched in spray cans while he's spraying. And then we scratched in my favorite thing was a goose. So there's a scene where Miles and the spot are, are battling and a goose turns up that gets caught in their portal. And we just got the sound of a goose and scratched that up against the, against the scene. <laughs> and it just works great. It's really funny. And any film that lets you record scratch a goose into its soundtrack is, is pretty exciting, I think. It's an Oscar. Oscar-worthy film. That's an Oscar win right there. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely want to be the first guy to get uh, an Oscar for a score with a, a record scratch goose in. Because if it does, <laughs> every film from now on for about 10 years will be like, put the goose sound in. <laughs> well, that's what we want to hear for your speech now. So when you get your speech, you get your Oscar up there and be like, this is it. This is for the goose. The this geese is, yeah. goose. Yeah. yeah. The, the Canadian geese that was in that. Uh, I have to ask, you know, your, your Miguel O'Hara theme is crazy viral right now on tiktok does it ever surprise you when moments of a movie or bits of a score that you've worked on go viral do you do you, oh, does is it, it ever crazy surprise on tiktok because i don't it's know it's a that, crazy one that track is like gone that's already like one and a half million plays on spotify in about four days i don't understand because yeah. it's not the best track on the album <laughs> so what can you tell me uh, i'm an old man so i don't know what's going on on tiktok so because i there, know prowler <laughs> prowler became like a tiktok meme and it became like mm-hmm. the Someone called it the Millennial Jaws music. Oh, um, yeah, I can see that for which, sure. I agree. Which I liked, you know, it's a pretty good John Williams, you know. Yeah, not a, not a bad club to be in for sure. Uh, but what's the what's the Miguel one doing on TikTok? You know, people are kind of using it and then using it as like, a, it's almost like it's just a transition of them kind of like turning to become evil it's just it's okay. it's been really it's been really funny to see and the, any and every time i see it come up or shay will see it we'll stop and watch it because like, it's just so damn funny and it's just the music's so good like you have to watch it has it got a hashtag name oh man i'm not i, th- I think we'll it's have to just, look it up i think it's just yeah. spider-man 2099 or even miguel o'hara but it's just like every other tiktok i'm seeing so it's uh it's a big okay one. oh that's that's good yeah. i like i like being popular on tiktok or not me yeah. being popular to take my music being popular on tiktok i've still got it the kids still think i'm cool right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh definitely that's and there's no doubt in that and, and it's also not even just your scores but the work that you're doing with you know such popular figures like phil lord and chris miller you've worked with them for the after party and obviously on this as well what's it like to kind of collaborate with them i mean phil and chris are amazing like they like i've known them for a really long time like we were going to work on a um uh a a film which i probably shouldn't talk about but like a long time ago they were going to get me onto a film which <laughs> they didn't finish i think you can work out what that is maybe yeah and there's a couple uh and anyway it was one where i was like there's no way they'll ever let you hire me and i was probably correcting that but we became friends and uh they're just really fun guys and uh i love their approach i love the way they push like always to create something special always push for creativity um you know it's always but they always come up with these ideas like i remember when chris pitched me the after party he's like okay we're doing this new show i'm like okay murder mystery that sounds kind of fun i'd like to write a murder mystery music and he's like yeah but there's also in each episode there's like a different movie with a different genre and there's like 10 of those and you have to create all of those as well and i'm like that is so complicated <laughs> uh, why can't you come up with an idea that makes my life easy they always make my life really really hard but for the best reasons they challenge you but i wanted to say one day 
I wanted to say, we've got this new film. We just need like a really simple piano melody that will play <laughs> a really key moments that will connect with everybody um, rather than like we need, to, you know, a zillion different types of music every five seconds. Yeah, we need piano and a goose. That's it. Hey, that sounds like a score. Sounds good to us. Uh, Daniel, I just want to say thank you so much for your time. You are absolutely wonderful. And we really look forward to talking to you again down the road. And just congratulations with all of the incredible work that you're doing and with the Cross the Spider-Verse. Thanks very much. Glad you're all enjoying it. Thank Thank you. And welcome back from that trip through the Spider-Verse. Shabazz, how are you feeling now? I... I, I'm feeling just elated because Damon was such a joy to talk to. And then you have yourself who is not a joy to talk to. No, I'm just kidding. You're oh. an absolute joy as well. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, it okay. was great. I mean, the, the Daniel <laughs> name uh, continues to to live high and w- well. Very and strong. Very strong name. And we spent, I think, a lot more time talking about the Daniels than I expected. But hey. It's true. At the end of the day, you know what? We had a great conversation. We talked about great music. We talked about some great inspiration. We just talked about the joy i think the the goose moment is something that's going to go down in history and you know when daniel pemberton wins the oscar for across the spider verse sh- i hope i hope he brings it up yeah i hope i hope he shouts it out i hope he has a little goose pin on his uh, on whatever suit uh, that he's wearing lapel. that night <laughs> goose little goose little pal uh but again what more can we say about spider-man across the spider verse we have our spoiler free r- review out if you want to hear our immediate thoughts on it we have some great interviews out with Haley, with shamik with the directors and now we have daniel pemberton we are just so lucky that we've gotten to be you know a small part of the conversation around this movie uh we absolutely adore it if you couldn't tell and to be able to talk with someone like daniel who's touched our lives in so many different ways in the video game world in tv and film to talk to him about filler and chris miller and like working with them why it's such a pain in the butt and i'm kidding in a good way it's a good thing it's a good thing but uh again daniel thank you so much for your time today you know you are welcome back anytime we absolutely love talking with you again thank you to our friend at sony pictures for making it happen make sure you follow everything we have going on here at the movie podcast it's a really big week we have a lot of movies coming out a lot of reviews coming your way and a lot of really cool opportunities happening so you don't want to miss anything Follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Drop us five stars and join our Discord. Episodes of The Movie Podcast may end, but it doesn't mean the conversation has to stop there. You're already in the best place for movies, so stay here. That was this time with The Movie Podcast, and we'll see you next.